0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fake the handoff. Allen on first down. Of it Intercepted. Jabril Peppers. The Bills turn it over. First play from scrimmage. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: The great Iron Eagle with the call yesterday on CBS. I, I think I actually said verbatim on my WFAN show on Sunday morning, yesterday morning, that Bill's teaser legs, and I think I was going, I was like, oh my oh God. I was like, oh, Whoa. Bill. Oh Whoa. my God. Like you could click the button. And it's like, not that the bet is guaranteed to win. Of course they can lose. But as right. a better, like when I click that button, it's as good as I can possibly feel about anything.
0: And then it loses.
1: <laughs> There's Mac Jones shoving it the, shoving that, it where the sun don't shine. That's the most at the surprising the thing.
0: Not Odd. even like a spread. Like obviously, like that was the biggest outright upset. But just like how a team played, you could pick any of the teams that played yesterday. That's that's by far the most surprising one. Like that's not even. Like I'm trying to think of like what second is because there's a I like the Lions would be one like that they played not they were non competitive in the game but like the Patriots is so much more surprising than that to me like just the, like because you you just go and we'll, we'll
1: are, wait we'll wait just to be clear too. are you saying that you're yeah. surprised by how poorly the Bills played or how well the Patriots played or both?
0: I think. I think to say how poorly the Bills played actually like doesn't give the Patriots enough credit for what happened in yeah, the game. Yeah, they were really like, good. honestly. And I and I know that the Bills do this sometimes where like out was it, first throw of the game he threw he threw a pick, right? Allen on the first That's Bills right. drive. And so like I know he does this sometimes, and maybe their coaching staff's so dumb now that like they're broken, but like it the, the Patriots like generated some explosive plays. Now they did it in like the slowest, dumbest way possible, but they like got the ball down the field sometimes. And they, they also won. This is like such a tangent, but really quick. They also won despite the fact that like Belichick is like somehow like he was always kind of he's the guy who went for it on fourth down in his own end against the Colts. Like he's the guy who did that. And now he's the guy like fourth and one at the seven who's like kick not even close like go kick like he did that like three times yesterday. And I'm like, they won despite the fact, like, I think he like hurt their ability to win with the in-game decision making. Like, they kicked in a ton of spots where I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't understand. And it's like fourth and two, fourth and one. Oh yeah, like field goal, gotta get up three nothing. Like, gotta do it. And it's like, and they still won anyway, and they just dominated the box score of that game. Like, they they could have won going away in that game, which is really crazy.
1: I will give them a little credit, and we'll do the Patriots Dolphins game coming up in a little bit. The one thing I thought they did that was really smart—they basically like benched all, all their receivers and started playing yes. new guys. So Bourne plays a lot. So Bourne was their number one receiver, but like Pop Douglas played a lot. And I'm not even saying like this player is good. It's not that like Jalen Rager stinks and he's a punchline, right? Oh, but it's yeah. like But you play him, and Devontae Parker stops playing. Like you need and some I didn't juice. Know the Parker had that drop.
0: Were, were you watching, like, you're, you're such, a, like, a, a fan of the NFL and you know so much about it. Like, I, I was a Patriots fan for, like, my whole life, but I, like, obviously, I just bet now, like, I don't have a favorite team. And, like, these guys are catching the passes, and, you know, like, you and I both watch games. Like, a guy catches a pass in one second, you're like, oh, that's that guy. Even, like, an, a, an obscure player. You're like, oh, that's that guy. There are guys catching passes for the Patriots, so I just go, who the hell is that? Like, <laughs> I don't Brown? Know who that is. Yes. When Pharaoh Brown made that explosive play in the game, I literally, I saw Brown. And I still go like, Nah, I got nothing. I have no
1: idea. Oh, Antonio, he's back.
0: Right, Troy, Troy's son. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. But Troy would have been, I guess, t- t- two great former Patriots. Maybe, maybe, maybe one greater than the other. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like a really, really stupid game in what's becoming just like a really stupid era of Buffalo Bills football. I know they go to the playoffs every year, but like this team, the team's kind of stupid. Also, I w- I will say, I kind of regret. And we'll see how the rest of the season goes. And I do think they'll win on Thursday night. I do regret a little bit not sticking to my guns from the off season, where I said I don't think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. I'm yeah. sure they still will. But like, it's all. Are you all, sure? It's all coming. To, it's all coming to roost. It's all coming to roost now. Now look. They have Milano and Tredavious White. Maybe it's a different story. Also, like, every team suffers injuries over the course of a season. And just like on, because you mentioned, right, Allen, and that's the highlight Jake played coming back from break. Allen gets picked on the first play of the game. Sean McDermott made it a point at his postgame press conference to basically highlight, like, we are offense. We have to stop getting off the slow starts. And, like, it's going to be a big point of emphasis this week. I'm not saying that, like, the Bills are going to roll over Tampa in the first quarter, although I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Just saying that I think that will be, like, a point of emphasis this week for the Buffalo Bills as they get th- set for Thursday Night Football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I don't know if you can tell, but we're very excited to talk about Week 8 in the NFL and also ha- oh, yeah. throw some sprinkles in our thoughts. I'm in a great mood right now. So, I got really yeah, good energy. Yeah. I'm feeling awesome, man. This, it's it's actually, okay, so NFL's the best, and, like, I love doing yeah. this, and it's really great, and I love Mondays. Also, like, just, not just as a content person, but as Nick Costos, comma, human being, The NBA is back tomorrow. Game seven tonight in Major League Baseball. Frozen frenzy tomorrow. We're going to have tons of hockey and tons of basketball to go along with tons of football. We're coming down the stretch in college football in the regular season. Like Things are starting to heat up big time. It is an amazing time of year to be a sports fan and to be a sports better. So we absolutely love it. Uh, And we're going to try and win this week on the National Football League, and we will begin the process of winning by getting you set with pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Jake, for week eight in the NFL.
0: When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens, get out your pencils, get out your blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option, and it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken.
1: All right, my friend. Let us begin our week eight NFL betting sojourn in Buffalo, where we've got the Bills and the uh, and the Buccaneers. Which reminds me of uh, the last time these two teams played. I think, right? We had Buffalo plus three and a half and lost in overtime on the road in Tampa against Tom Brady and the Bucks.
0: We had Tampa plus three and a half. Probably would be my guess.
1: No, I think because I was, think we had because that was the year we where they Buffalo. were underrated,
0: right? Where they were like not I, playing well, but they were still rated okay.
1: I think we had Buffalo plus three and a half. They were down big and then came back at the end of the game to force overtime. Okay, and then Brady threw a touchdown pass at overtime, and the Bucks won by six, and we lost. Oh, the you're bet. right! I'm pretty he threw the touchdown.
0: You're right. He threw the touchdown. It's the because it's that's the season of the the three overtime games. That's that season.
1: (laughs) The Patriots Cowboys being
0: like number one with a bullet. Like I I, a game that years later I still have no idea how I lost. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Hopefully we don't have a game uh, like that in this game.
1: Well, Dak Prescott threw a touchdown to C. D. Lamb.
0: Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. I, also, I also
1: had that. Uh, that's like the Antoine Fuqua's next movie, The Three Overtimes. It's, it's gonna be about. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be Bills, Bucks, Cowboys, Patriots, and then I don't. Were you on the other one all, that I had, which was Chiefs, no, Chargers, Chargers, on the Kelsey? No, I wasn't. The, on the that. Kelsey winner. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty, pretty, some kind pretty of bad. Ooh, yeah. a little, a little breaking. I'll just mention this breaking news now, and then we'll come back when we do uh, when we talk about the Eagles game. Uh, the Eagles. This is. Really interesting for them, and I'll give like 30 seconds on this, the Eagles are trading for Titan safety Kevin Byard, who's awesome. And this marks kind of a departure for the Howie Roseman Eagles front office who have never put a lot of emphasis on either safeties or linebackers. I'm um, Just kind of like the way that they approach the game, and they're really smart and they do things really well. So a bit of a departure for how they normally do things. Curious to the compensation. Howie like wins every trade he's ever a part of. Um, and to me, this kind of signals that the Titans are probably, like, not in full sell mode here. Like, they're going to try and win, obviously. But with Hill expected to miss Sunday's game at home against Atlanta, and, like, the way things are looking in the division right now, I think maybe they see the writing on the wall. And remember, Vrabel's kind of like the shadow GM in addition to being the head coach. So this is, like, I think Tennessee is gearing up for, like, what they know is going to be, like, a lean rest of the season in Tennessee. Not that it impacts the game on Sunday against Atlanta. We'll talk about that as we move along. But I... That's a great trade for the Eagles. Kevin Byard's awesome, so the Eagles have traded for Kevin Byard. We'll bring you more on it as we move along in the show. But Thursday night football, Ken coming up this week. The Bills, seven and a half point home favorites against Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Who, like, I'm so mad at them for loot for for allowing Arthur Smith to win yesterday. That that jerk. I hate him. Uh, anyway, Bills, seven and a half against Tampa, forty two and a half. Both teams losing uh, heartbreakers this past Sunday. Pen pencil blood or blank for Thursday night football.
0: Yeah, i mean that was a disaster for baker mayfield comeback player of the year like of the three players that i bet a lot of money on he's third on the power rankings right now in terms of likelihood of winning by far like not even close <laughs> he like had they that don't, 31 yard
1: run too right yeah. and like he has a run right. and i'm like oh my god they're gonna win
0: yeah here we go right like win a close game that's like it always it always made sense until it didn't uh until the falcons happened what a dumb team so now like they're really up again like that his candidacy is really up against it not the his comeback player of the year candidacy is the most important thing about an NFL game but to me it kind of is and uh and they're likely to lose and like this thing is gonna start circling the drain really fast I think for them uh really have to win like nine or ten games for him to have a chance to win the award and that's fine uh in terms of this game and just to like I think a a question I've started asking you know, sort of like to go back to how I used to to handicap NFL games, because you you wanted me to like allude to this too. Like, all right, is there is there something happening in this market? Either how the number has been set originally, or especially like where the number moves, right when it opens, that is a reaction to something that happened the previous week, like a strong reaction to either like a one or a two week trend with the team. And is that something that you want to play against? And that's happening in this game so this opens more than seven it's always more than seven and now there are sevens and there are a lot of them and that's I think a reaction to how everybody's talking about the bills right now lose to the Patriots yesterday that's an embarrassing loss it's like the from a spread standpoint like versus what the number was yeah like Ravens is a bigger margin of victory but this is like a very very surprising result and it continues I think we've all seen that I think that chart or whatever of the Bills' last three games, right? It's the Jacksonville game, the Giants game, and yesterday. And the scoring margin in that game is like the Bills are de- like negative scoring margin over those three games. And that's very jarring. And so uh, to me, this game is essentially a decision about are you going to not bet the game or are you going to lay buffalo at what is clearly a reduced price because you think that this is not representative of what they're going to be the rest of the year and I actually think that I would be confident enough that I'm going to lay buffalo and I think seven would be the, the entry point to do that so I just think like the and for people who are like well like can you explain your process there? can you kind of explain what that is. I think it just speaks to like what we all know about the NFL already, that it's like a really week to week league that whenever something shows you that one week, they're not necessarily going to show you the next week. Things can just hard pivot back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. When we do the commanders, their entire season is actually a constant zag when you're expecting a zig, <laughs> like a, a constant good game when you're expecting a bad game and a bad game when you're expecting a good game. It won't always be that back and forth, but that's always possible. And so, okay. Like, it's not that you're playing zigzag. You're just like, all right, is is this market like moving or like set and especially moving in a way that just kind of like goes with what just happened and like is that how we should do things or is there like a more stable baseline for a team that you should kind of hold the whole year and only make minor adjustments to and with a team like Buffalo like yeah you can downgrade them but how much can you downgrade them and is it just like just been a bad couple games it's been a bad couple games, honestly, right? And uh, I think I'm always more likely to believe that about a team than, you know, the sky is falling, which is probably, like, the other the other alternative in this situation, right? So uh, I do like Buffalo in the game as long as it's seven.
1: Uh So I think, like, we talked about it a little bit off air. I agree. Uh, I, I still make numbers. I don't put as much stock in them as I used to because it's kind of like an arrogant way of doing things. Well, my number is this, so I must be right. It's me. but yours is always
0: subjective though like you're not you're not using like you're not like computing anything it's just what you think so I actually think it's like I know I know what you mean when you say it's arrogant and I think that's like a a good like kind of self-realization to have uh it's like very self-aware but at the same time like it's it's still just really like your opinion on the game like it's not there's not like any data going into it so if you're if you're setting a number. really all you're doing is being like i kind of like this team i think you even i think you even subjectively kind of know when you set the number of what about what the number is going to be and i think you kind of set a number to be like well i'm going to go in this way like i'm going to kind of go on this side and my number is kind of on that side but i'm really it's more that i like the team on that side um in that kind of situation which is okay which is like why like why am i going to tell you that's a bad way to do it? i just went oh and 15 or whatever yesterday so i think it's just you can there's a bunch of ways to skin a cat i all i would say is like i don't think you have to stop doing that like if you like making numbers and just seeing like whether you can get close to the market fun. that's a fun thing like that's a fun exercise but you know, to try to do. But
1: you know what? You know what I'm finding? Is this arrogant to say? I feel like I, I don't know if this is really like that difficult to do where like you give me two teams, like here's the home team, I'll yeah, tell you know like what the is. number in the game is. Like it's right. really not that hard. And I think people try and make it like, oh my god, like how how did you do that? It's like, Well well, I do the show every day and I talk to really smart people. Yeah. I talk to Ken for four hours a, a day. We have yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I think about this a lot, but job. So yeah. Um anyway, uh my number but in the also, game is
0: ten. Well but just a, a, a last point on what you said so like i think for people listening like cool like you know what what do you think the difference between the teams is whatever but like if we can come up with the number in the market that easily then like is that is that what the edge is is like the creating a number part like i like to do it to know all right like what would i have had it last week why is it different? And do I agree with why it's different? Cause exactly. sometimes it's gonna be different. And you're like, sometimes it's gonna be different. And you're like, yeah, it should be way different. Like it's week two and in week one you can tell Carolina's terrible. That would be a really good example of like, it has to be different. But like week six, week seven, week eight, maybe you're like, like, should Buffalo ever be seven? Like, should that ever be like the right, you know? Like when maybe last week I wouldn't have thought of it that way and they give you one other bad data point. That's where the fun part comes in, right? Where you're like, all right, well, now do I really make it less? Or do I kind of stick to my guns a little bit with what I think Buffalo is?
1: Yeah, and uh I I make the game my my number my number's ten. Um yeah, seven, and we can on the other side have like an on-field handicap here. No, sure. Uh also also, this is my opinion. I think the wheels are starting to come off a little bit with Tampa. Like, post game's really bad. Godwin's throwing the entire offense under the bus. Todd Bowles the same. Well, no personnel changes yet. It's okay, Todd. You keep running Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn out there for two yards a carry and see how it goes. We'll give you more on the Bills and the Bucks coming up next, and then we'll get to Sunday slate. How about the Cowboys and the Rams from Dallas?